Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Far Out Wisdom Podcast. I hope that everybody's having a wonderful day. Um, right at the moment, I I needed to turn my fan off, and so um, I understand you guys don't like the sound of the fan in the background. Um, this is why I need an AC system. So I don't have my house doesn't have an AC system. We operate on a swamp cooler. So um, if I faint right in the middle of recording this episode. I'm just doing it for you guys, okay? Before we begin this uh, topic that we're going to be talking about today, which is incompetence, um, I I am almost up to a thousand downloads. Um, just three more, three hundred more downloads, and then I I hit the fucking mark, and I'm happy about that. Um, I didn't really expect it. Uh, this much people downloading my stuff. Um, and uh, I, I wanted to tell you guys that I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for the donation that you guys have given me uh, for the past couple of weeks. And I really appreciate it at the fact that, like I said, I've always wanted to be on radio and, and, and podcasting seemed to be um, my area that I've kind of grasped and fell in love with. And uh, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this. Um, whether you are driving, sleeping, or even just hanging out and working on your projects or whatever that you're doing, um, I really appreciate it. Tremendously, thank you so much. Um, before we begin this conversation that we're going to have today about PewDiePie, um, you guys can donate to FAO via PayPal, Venmo, or um, become a $5 Patreon member. I know that you guys told me that you don't want to have, you know, contribute to foul via uh, Patreon because the fact that I understand the politics and stuff like that. But um, sometimes it's just a way for us to uh, provide for us um, this way. Um, I, I really don't want to run advertisement on foul at the fact when you guys are listening, you're into it, and then all of a sudden, it gets interrupted by advertisement. So I I don't like that, especially when it comes to podcasting and you really want to listen to things. You don't want to like a, a, right in the middle of the um the conversation that you hear like an advertisement for like a damn dildo or something. But anyways, um, that's why, you know, when you guys make a donation, stuff like that, it keeps me on, you know, doing what I want to do. And I'll continue to do this at the fact that even though like I get like 50 cents or even 100 bucks, it doesn't really matter. I really am grateful for everything that you guys give me at the fact that it's just really a blessing. And I'm really happy that Thou is a dream that have come has come true. And I've been working on this for like two years. And just like I told you guys, it was a blog form and then it became a podcast. So I'm really excited. Thank you so much for everything that you guys done. Um, and I do want to give a shout out to Sergey and for fixing my... Um, my logo in order for Apple Podcasts to accept uh, the submission for a podcast. And, and thank you so much for uh, Mix Jones, who made the entire new theme song that you guys hear in the beginning. And thank you, Chaz um, Sanders from Sasquatch Beats, who um, made the outro song. And I really appreciate everybody just, you know, chipping in, doing the best that they can. And even thank, thanks to my guests who comes on who comes on podcasts, I mean, uh, foul, and, um, you know, give their time and energy to uh, provide 
their wisdom on this show. So I really appreciate that. So um, anyways, the so to, uh, today I was like on, I wasn't on Twitter or anything like that. I don't have a Twitter account because I know that it's a cesspool of, you know, just people just having a bad day. Um, and I, I don't have that, you know, patience for, you know, being around people who complain a lot. So um, I really want to kind of break it down a little bit from my observation of what I see the people acting like their morality is well like they're superior and um that they're better than everybody especially somebody like PewDiePie I don't know why that they act like this towards PewDiePie I I, I if you guys are like an old listener PewDiePie is the I don't know I, I don't remember if he's the number one YouTuber but he's like he's younger than me by a year and he has been uploading on YouTube for a decade, or like a decade or something like that, for like 11 years, I don't remember. And the majority of his content is gaming and stuff like that. And people really enjoy his presence online. So, you know, no big deal, right? But um, he's been getting a lot of heat lately. And I think at the fact that maybe, possibly, it has something to do with the fact that he's very successful, I don't know. And like I said, like I said in previous podcast episode, that I really don't care what you like or what you do. It, it doesn't really concern me. You do you, boo. But PewDiePie is actually a really good guy. Um, and I don't know why people write many articles about him. You know what I think it is? I think I just think it's clout, in my personal opinion, from my observation, why they have issues with him. And if you look at his content that he shares with the world. It's not even that bad. He doesn't really, you know, talk about something that's controversial. In fact, he he talks about philosophy. He teaches people to love themselves and stuff like that. And it's a really good episode that he did on a, I believe it's an, it's an actor, an Indian actor. That uh, I thought that was really kind of, you know, a good thing for our youth to learn from one another, if that makes sense. But um. I think the the issue that majority of these people like the journalists and stuff that have a problem with him is at the fact that he makes jokes just like that was normal during our when we were growing up because PewDiePie and I are like we grew up in the 90s. So that was, you know, that's our joke that we, you know, do with one another. And I, I, I don't know. Um, but um, the the recent thing was there was I believe there was like um. They were saying that his Spotify music list was leaked and all these artists was on there. And they were saying that one artist, I believe his name is Goopy. Um, I looked looked him up, a guy named Goopy up. And I don't understand the music. It's just like a robotic person that is with pink hair and from from learning about goopy i think that's how you pronounce his name is it guppy or goopy i don't know but it's just a robotic person with a voice i mean a voice a, a, a musician that uses robotic shit for his music and i don't really understand it that that's just me maybe i'm a fucking boomer but i don't really know but um i believe his 
it's Goopy. Anyways, Goopy heard that PewDiePie listened to his music, and he sent out a tweet, and it says, "Um, just woke up, found out PewDiePie listens to me and others. PewDiePie, please don't listen to my music. Okay, back to bed." What a fucking dick! I I really don't understand why he would hate on PewDiePie. And like I said, maybe it's the content that they don't like or hating PewDiePie as an individual. And if okay, so when when if somebody make the, makes the argument that I don't like PewDiePie because of his content, that I will understand. But if a person say I hate PewDiePie because of his individuality or his characteristics characteristics and stuff, then I don't understand because PewDiePie has made you know millions in donations um, to charities and stuff like that. Especially giving, I believe the fr- the recent one was that he gave fresh water or something like that. Um, he donated to an organization that provided fresh water. I don't know in Africa, somewhere in Africa. So never really understood why they will hate on somebody that did do so good for for society but that's just my my observation of it so I really don't understand that portion of it I mean if you don't like somebody or a person is a bad like if you if their voice is really annoying or something like that then yes I I totally understand that but then when you say that you hate somebody then I will I'm assuming that the person is committing crime or the person is, you know, abusing um, people, or the person is just an overall bad individual that just harm people in society that provides nothing of substance to society. But from listening to PewDiePie, he's not that bad of a person. Um, If, you know, if you take the time to watch his content, and I think when you go on Twitter, you see a lot of these people who's not really successful or anything like that. And they're just like, I'm so bitter. They give, they give off the impression of, I'm so bitter about my life that I'm just going to hate on somebody who's rich and famous, who, who is better than me. And that's the, the vibe that I get from majority of the people that's on Twitter. And so that's why I'm not on there because I don't want to surround myself with people that acts that act like that. I mean, I understand that that life sucks and there are things that we well, there there's things in existence that's really troublesome and um you know, the world is an ugly place. I understand it, but the world is also a beautiful place. And I think with PewDiePie, he has offered substance and that's that's a way of using his time and energy to make content for people and i've i've seen comics uh, comments on his videos um that he has done so much for them as a person and i think you know that's a good thing i mean if you provide something of substance to society especially if you uh financial substance to organizations that give water to the poor or doing something that will will make the world a better place. And so, you know, when when Goopy or Guppy 
made that comment. I, I really don't understand that. I mean, I don't know what Guppy has done for society. Maybe just making fucking shitty music. But his dad is Tony Hawk. So we grew up, you know, I grew up, you know, watching Tony Hawk. And Tony Hawk has done, you know, great things for people and for, you know, our youth and things like that. So I don't know. Maybe it's just, and, and like I said, you know, if if Guppy or Goopy is happy that, you know, he wants to hate on PewDiePie for listening to his music, by all means. But I, like I said, I'm, I'm trying to understand what is good. Why do people act like they're better than other people? So I came across something called the Dunning-Kruger effect. And so the Dunning-Kruger effect in psychology, a cognitive bias whereby people with limited knowledge or competence in a giving intellectual or social domain greatly overestimate their own knowledge or competence in that domain relative to objective criteria or to the performance of their peers or of people in general. According to the researchers for whom it is named, psychologist David Dunning and Justin Kruger, the effect is explained by the fact that the metacognitive ability to recognize deficiencies in one's own knowledge or competence requires that one possesses least a minimum level of the same kind of knowledge or competence which those who exhibit the effect have not attained. Because they are unaware of their deficiencies, such people generally assume that they're not deficient in keeping with the tendencies of most people to choose what they think is the most reasonable and optimal option. Although not scientifically explored until the late 20th century, the phenomenon is familiar an ordinary life and it has long been a test in common saying e.g. a little knowledge is a dangerous thing an observation by writers and the wits through the ages e.g. ignorance more frequently begets confidence than does knowledge and the studies reported on in their paper unskilled and unaware of it how difficulties in recognizing one's own competence lead to inflated self-assessments Dunning and Kruger tested the abilities of four groups of young adults. It always is regarding young adults in three domains, humor, logic, i.e. reasoning, and grammar. The results supported their predictions that, as compared with their more competent peers, incompetent individuals would dramatically overestimate their ability and performance relative to objective criteria, that they will be less able to recognize competence when they see it, whether their own or someone else's, that they will be less able to gain insight into their true level of performance. By comparing their own performance with that of others, and paradoxically, that they can improve their ability to recognize their own incompetence by becoming more competent, thus providing themselves the metacognitive skills necessary to be able to realize that they have performed poorly. Dunning and Kruger emphasized that the effect they had identified does not imply that, the, that people always overestimate their own knowledge or competence. Whether they do so depends in part of the domain in which they evaluate themselves. And they give an example. Most golfers do not believe that they are better at golf than Tiger Woods and whether they possess a minimal threshold of knowledge, theory, or experience that given the effect will lead them to false belief that they're more knowledgeable or competent, nor does the effect imply that motivational biases and other factors do not also play a role in producing inflated self-assessment among incompetent people. 
Later investigation of the Dunning-Kruger effect explored its influence in a variety of other domains, including businesses, medicine, and politics. For example, a study published in 2018 indicated that Americans who, knew, who know relatively little about politics and the government are more likely than other Americans to overestimate their, their knowledge of those topics. And you guys see this in Facebook when everybody's like, like everybody wants to get like really angry about politics on Facebook discussion groups, and it gets really annoying. This is why I'm not in groups. And um, I get a lot of invitation to political groups and stuff like that. And I'm really not, really not in the mood of it. I mean, I'm in the classical liberal society, and that's just you know regular people that call themselves classical liberals. But I don't, I don't think that I'm better than other people. Um, I know that I am not the smartest person in the world, and just like you know the Dunning Kruger effect. Um, what they talk about in their paper is that you know there are people that really that comes to a realization that they're not fucking tiger words or anything like that when it comes to golfing so that makes a lot of sense um but when it comes to like politics you see this a lot um when the pandemic hit um with COVID-19 a lot of people became really you know uh, it became infectious disease experts and shit and it's just it gets it's really, really annoying. And this is, like I said, I, this is why I'm not in political groups or anything like that anymore. So, moreover, according to the study, that tendency seems to be more pronounced in partisan contexts in which people can, can consciously think of themselves as supporters of one or the other, Republican or Democratic major political party. So, um, to to end this, it talks about hindsight, um, hindsight bias. And stuff like that. So I thought that the Dunning and Kruger effect maybe be able to explain why some people think that they're better than other people. And um, I really don't know. And, you know, I, this question really gets to me because of the fact that maybe I, I, I'm in this situation too. I mean, I'm not perfect. I know that you know, the far out wisdom is not going to be necessarily a place that you guys come and get your knowledge or information and things like that. I totally understand that. I'm not an expert Buddhist, even though I have, you know, a Buddhist smoking a blunt on the main page. I totally understand that. I'm not an expert in philosophy, even though that I'm going to have a, you know, I think an entire series that's dedicated to Nietzsche. Um, I'm not a Nietzschean. You know, I, I, I try to learn things in the process just like you guys are doing. And it's my way of learning. And, you know, I never really understand that where, you know, people who are shitty, why is it always people that are shitty to other people that they think they are better than everybody else? And this is what I've learned from, you know, my experience being around other people who are like, for instance, nar narcissistic, where they believe that if they buy somebody something that they're automatically a good person. So if you if you kind of break that down in comparison to um, narcissism, nar narcissism, for example, nar narcissistic personality disorder, they do it for clout. Whereas somebody like PewDiePie do it for good of society. And he says this where, you know, he's doing it for a way to, you know, 
make his contribution to society in a way that is going to be beneficial to people who are unable to don't have financial backing to buy stuff to, you know, make their world better or their environment better. And so when PewDiePie provides these money to charities and stuff that do do it, it's it makes you feel really good. And I, I, I'm, I'm a person who, an individual that uh, really fight for that, for you to be, to do good in society. And I've always say to become a productive member of society and figure out what a way that you want to, I don't know, if you want to start a podcast that gives you, you know, lesson to guitar lessons or piano lesson, or you read something and do good for society and stuff like that. That's, that's a contribution, even though like, it's the littlest thing that you do. Whereas a narcissistic person, they will do something and post it on social media that they did something and like bragging about it. That's a sign of a narcissistic person when they do something good and then they end up using it as an argument against you that they, they're good. They are the good person. I don't know. It's, 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 it's pretty interesting to break down to try to, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not, like I said, I'm not a, a psychologist or anything like that. I don't have the ability or the expertise or the knowledge to diagnose somebody with narcissistic personality disorder. But I feel like it has become a culture of narcissists, if that makes sense, because of the fact that, you know, giving to the homeless or, you know, doing good for society doesn't necessarily need you to be on social media and things like that. And I, I, I hope that I'm clear on that aspect of explaining the difference between a good person and narcissistic personality disorder, because it can be, it's, it can be really hard to tell the difference between the two. Um, if, you know, a person can, can be like, Oh, well, PewDiePie is a narcissistic person, but if, like I said, if you are a fan of of PewDiePie, I only watch him because I really like when he does the 90 Day Fiance, and then, you know, when he does the meme and stuff like that, I really enjoy those content, but that's just me and how I like it, so, but I, right, right at the moment, I had to turn on my fan because it's really hot, guys. I think it's like about 110 degrees or something like that, but it's really, really hot, so I really apologize for the background noise that you guys hear at the moment. I'm, I'm white noise. You can hear like a little bit of white noise. But anyways, the the thing is, is that when when you try to do good, and I think there was a part in the scripture where you know you have to be do you do good for people, but you don't you don't necessarily need to be celebrated for it. And when I donate to podcasts and stuff like that, I really don't ask nothing for return. I don't ask for you guys to give me a shout out or anything like that. I like to support other content creators. And I feel that in our world today that when somebody makes a donation, they feel like it's, it's important for them to do something back, which is a good thing. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. If you, if you guys want to make like favors and stuff like that for one another, I really understand that that aspect of that part when you make a donation and stuff like that for content creator and just like you know 
when you guys donate to file for for instance i i hope that it's because the fact that my content provides something of substance to you and good for you know your day whether you are at work or you are you know driving um in the middle of the highway and stuff like that and you guys like to hear me you know talk and stuff like that so but that's just my way of contributing to the world to provide some substance of some sorts to you and you know the world today in our society and, and again when it comes to like social media i think it has completely damaged us in a way that we have to do good and we have to brag about it and it's the narcissistic culture that has you know risen up over the years uh very fast too and you know it's just i, I don't know what it is and it's just the fact that they they feel they're a good person and so they hate on another person that do good that's that's what i that's what i kind of see of the situation that's occurring when it, like i said social media has completely not completely but almost destroy our ability to do good for society because i feel like in a way that people often forget about the sense of community, um, the sense of compassion and kindness in its rawest form. Because, you know, going online and fighting with other people or changing your picture to a fucking black box, you know, to, to clout to the world that you support Black Lives Matter, it doesn't do anything to the world virtual signaling doesn't do anything at all all you're all you're doing is just on your home in your pjs half naked eating, having potato chips on your chest it's not going to do anything for society doing good and compassion and kindness requires not only words but also actions to you know back you up you know what i mean so when it comes to the situation with pewdiepie he backs his words up completely and then, you know, I, I don't know the amount of money that he provided to charities, but he does a lot for the world and, and providing of substance to, to make the world a better place. We have enough bad people in this world that we don't need more people to do harm for the earth, if that makes sense. I know that's the most hippiest shit that I'm going to say, but... We have enough of that. We have enough people in our society that is just so busy being angry people that they are just doing absolutely nothing but on Twitter bitching about and complaining about PewDiePie. I mean, out of everything that you could even do for the world, you're on Twitter bitching about PewDiePie. And I'm doing the same thing. I'm on my podcast bitching about you. So it's just a cycle of the runaround of people. And I think it's it's becoming a problem because the in the United States of America, I've seen some videos where it looks like a third world country, especially here in California. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, why am I not doing anything to help these people? What can I do? But I'm, I feel like I'm making excuses and, you know, it makes me think about myself as well. And going back to the Dunning and Kruger effect, um, you know, sometimes 
me myself, I don't see myself doing wrong. I don't, I don't see myself. Um, I feel like I'm the better person than this other person. And, you know, it's a cycle. And I feel like a lot of thinking and meditation will put you in that place of understanding and actual compassion. And like I said, it's just going back to my roots of Buddhism. Buddhism made me think about myself tremendously, you know, in this whole entire year of suffering. It's been a, it's been a shitty year, guys. A shitty year. And it made me think about myself a lot. It made me think about, you know, myself and what I can do to um, be a good person myself. And of course, we could have an entire episode where it talks about the philosophy of what is good. What is a good person? How do you define a good person? Who will, you know, determine that? And it, it takes a lot of effort and time and energy to be a good person. I think that's why a lot of people like to pretend they're good <laughs> and not. It's, it's much easier posting on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or Reddit that you have done something good for society for like one person, which is good, which is good. Um, but could you imagine doing that, you know, 1000 times over for other people? It's really exhausting to be a good person. And I think that's what it is. I think that's why a lot of people like to pretend because we like as human beings, we want things to be easy. So we do things um, to cut the corners, if that makes sense. And if you guys listen to the episode of BJ talking about talk, talking about magic mushroom as a way to cut corners to an enlightenment or ego death, that's the same thing in regards to being a good person. Um, you know, going on Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that, you have this proof of yourself giving food to the homeless. Or for example, you have your friend take a picture of, of you giving food to the homeless. But how many times have you done that? Is it that only time? You know, have you done, have you gone to the soup kitchen and, you know, volunteer your time? Have you gone to, you know, homeless shelter to provide, you know, supplies and stuff like that? Have you given charities and stuff like that? So a lot of people don't really think about stuff like that. When they see a picture, they just think of the moment of the, sens the, the sensational kind of society that we live in. Um, they just think of, you know, seeing that photo. And so automatically they think, well, this person is a good person, period. But they don't question the characteristics of that individual. So another um, thing that happened with Ellen DeGeneres, um, she has, you know, given and helped people. And um, with her show, I think her show has, when I was in high school, I believe I was a sophomore that I began watching her. I don't watch her anymore. Um, I think I watched her for about a year when I was in high school because that's that's all I, I did was homework and watching the Ellen DeGeneres. And um, the, the thing is, it turns out that, you know, there was abuse going on behind the scenes of her show. So, see, you know, just because a person does something good doesn't necessarily make them a good person. But at the same time, I think with Ellen DeGeneres, it's just with her, it's more of a way of clout, if that makes sense. Whereas if you compare it to PewDiePie, of course, he has gone some scandals and stuff like that, but not not to the amount that he abuses his, his worker, so to speak. You know what I mean? And um, that's... The, the, if you kind of like compare the situation, the difference between the two of Ellen DeGeneres and PewDiePie, I, from, from my experience, I believe that 
the rise of narcissism has added to it. Social media has added to it. And just people being very miserable with their lives has added to it. And I think with the the rise of just the clickbait, I think with money, I, I think it's a lot of, you know, making money off of posts or a, you know, you know, if they're, they're going to do good, it's the dopamine rush that added to it. And so they said, you know, I'm going to pretend that I'm going to feed a homeless person for one day, but I'm not going to, you know, try to find help him find a job or anything like that or provide him with shelters and things like that. It's not going to be, um, it's not going to, um, the people are not, are not going to know the situation of the homeless person, but I'm just going to get the clicks and likes. And that's pretty much um, what I think is going on. And um, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm moving my microphone at the moment. It's just, that's what, you know, the situation that I see of what is going on. And it's really sad. But at the same time, it's really understanding that we want to be good. And I think it's that nature. Um, if you see in American society, you see a lot of hero movies, a lot of, you know, I'm a hero. I'm a person who I, you know, everybody wants to be Batman. Nobody wants to be the Joker. And I, that's an interesting thing because, you know, recently I felt like, oh, well, I want to be a Batman. I want to be the superhero. Not me. I don't, I don't think I'm like that. But in, in, but the Joker has became a hit. And now people are starting to kind of understand the Joker, understanding their bad side. And it's, it's pretty, pretty intense when you start to realize that you can be a bad person too. And I think it's the lack of appreciation of the shadow um, that makes people, you know, for example, Guppy hating PewDiePie, uh, not realizing that he too can be involved in scandals and stuff like that. And we, we're not going to hear it right now. But in the future, just like Ellen DeGeneres, you're going to hear that along the way of in the future that might happen to Guppy. And I'm going to predict it right now in this podcast so episode. So I hope that this, you know, short, you know, episode kind of teaches you guys about that, you know, the lack of appreciation of the shadow. It's pretty much why people think they're good, better, uh, morally superior than other people. Not realizing that they too can be just as bad and just as dramatic, not dramatic, but just as controversial or not even disgusting. I don't, I don't like using that word. Not even that they can be just as bad, just as low as Ellen DeGeneres, not realizing that um, they are, you know, that they are incompetence when in real, they feel like they're competence, but in, but in the real world, they're not competent at all. And just, I don't know. It's just really a, you know, I, I wanted to like jump on this microphone and talk about this. And I hope that you guys enjoyed this conversation about the lack of the shadow makes you see that in the real world, you know, in reality that you're not fucking Batman, but you are in fact the Joker all along. As always, guys, stay far out. Bye.